Right, now we have a memory verse to learn. Yay! I know you all love doing this. So, we have the whole verse on the screen coming right up. It's from 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9. We know that. Here we are. 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9. So let's say it all together. And Fiona is going to do some actions. And I will try and join in with one hand or a bit of hands. It really does help you to remember. It really does. The better. So join in the actions, read the verse, and then we're going to take some words away. Yay. So we all learn it. Okay. So 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9. But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Okay, got that? Let's do it again, but let's have a word missing. Oh, some words missing. <laughs> so, 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9. But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Well done. Yay. We're going to really get that by the end of the service. Thank you. And so what we've been hearing so far is how special we are. Whatever age we are, whatever our hair colour, or whatever sort of clothes we wear, we're special. And often on a Sunday morning, about this time, or just a bit earlier, a, lot, a few children and the teachers and helpers will go out and do some amazing things. Sometimes we hear about it. But for the next 10 or 15 minutes, we're going to hear a lot about it. And that's really good. So, Heather, do you want to come and tell us about what's going on with all of these things? And that would be really nice. Hello, everybody. My name's Heather. Um, we take the children out on a Sunday um, out the back and we do lots of fab things with them. We do crafts. We learn about Jesus. Um, we've got Paula. We've got Tanya. Uh, Eleanor sometimes comes and helps. We've got Barbara, Yunju, and there's a few others. And the aim of our Sunday school lessons, we do sort of a lot of Bible stories and different things, but is, and we have lots of discussions about Jesus as well. Um, but the main thing is that we always tell the children that Jesus died on the cross for them and that if they ask him into their lives, that he can be their saviour. And that is the most wonderful, precious, chosen gift that we can all be given and that everybody is special in God's sight, right from the little ones, right up to the oldest person in this fellowship. Um, and what we try to do with them is just talk to them, love and look after them, and show absolute, unconditional love towards them 
and that is what we're about. And the verse we took on when we started the Sunday School a few years ago is Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Things may change a little bit, and services might change a little bit, but God never changes. That Our Jesus that died on the cross for us, who is King of kings and Lord of lords, is always the same. So um, that is just a little brief resume of what we get up to with lots and lots of crafts, lots of pizzas, yes. Cookies have we made. We have done mobiles. We have Jonah and what the whale the other week and we made a thing and put Jonah on the end and tried to catch him in a cup. So we tried to make it sort of really relevant for them and fun so that we all have a good time. So really That's about it. Um, We've got some presentations today. Um, I haven't got all of the children here. We are up and down in numbers, but nevertheless, even if there's two there, we still honour that and we still enjoy ourselves. Um, You know, so without further ado, I'm just going to give some of these books out now. So that's wonderful, isn't it? It's lovely to hear everyone and see them. What gifts? I've still got my Sunday school books from the 1970s, and uh, I, I look at them now and again, and it's got my name on and the year and everything. It's brilliant. So it's uh, in a few years' time, they'll be looking back, hopefully, and saying, oh, isn't that great? I remember that day. I remember going to Sunday school, and it's been really brilliant. Thank you. Lord, we thank you for all that we've been able to give back to you this morning. Lord, we know that everything we have comes from you anyway. But Lord, we pray that you will use what we've been able to give back to you today for your glory. Let it be used to take your name further and wider. Let your kingdom spread further and wider. Let more and more people learn the joy of knowing you as their savior, to know that they have been chosen by you, that they are special to you. Lord, we pray that you will use it for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. We are going to have a Bible reading now before Fiona um, talks to us for a very short time. And this Bible reading is from John and chapter 21, verses 15 to 23. So I'll just read that now and then Fiona will uh, uh, have some very interesting things to say to us. When they had finished eating... Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? Yes, Lord, he said. You know that I love you. Jesus said, feed my lambs. Again, Jesus said, Simon, son of John, do you love me? He answered, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said, take care of my sheep. The third time he said to him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was hurt because Jesus asked him the third time, do you love me? He said, Lord, you know All things, you know that I love you. Jesus said, feed my sheep. 
Very truly, I tell you, when you were younger, you dressed yourself and went where you wanted. But when you are old, you will stretch out your hands and someone else will dress you and lead you where you do not want to go. Jesus said this to indicate the kind of death by which Peter would glorify God. Then he said to him, follow me. Peter turned and saw that the disciple whom Jesus loved was following them. This was the one who had leaned back against Jesus at the supper and had said, Lord, who is going to betray you? When Peter saw him, he asked, Lord, what about him? Jesus answered, if I want him to remain alive until I return, what is that to you? You must follow me. Because of this, the rumor spread among the believers that the disciple would not die. But Jesus did not say that he would not die. He only said, if I want him to remain alive until I return, what is that to you? So we've been hearing that we are special. I hope that is sinking in. Every one of you is special. And we've been learning that we are chosen. That is for every one of us. We, you, me, we're chosen by God. How amazing is that? We read about Peter being chosen by Jesus for an amazing task to establish the church. I don't think he had any idea when he said he'd do what Jesus was asking, that that's what Jesus had in mind. We also read that whatever you've been chosen to do for God, that is all you should be focusing on. It's not a case of John, for instance, saying, yes, God, I'll take on the leadership at NCF. And then turning around to God and saying, what about Jill or Paul? Retiring from leadership at NCF and God saying to Paul, I want you to do this now. And Paul turning around saying, what about Nick? Or David choosing to go to Hawaii and do her DTS there because God has put that purpose in her heart. And David turning around and saying to God, what about Dassel? It's important that when God is pointing out your chosen path, you focus on that because that is what he's asking you to do. I believe that God is perfectly capable of looking after and choosing paths for all the people we might get distracted by. So if John was to ask that of God, God's already got Jill taped. God actually knows Jill better than John does. So he knows exactly what you are good at. He knows exactly where he's placing you. He knows what's coming in the next hour, day, week, month in your life. So he's putting you in exactly the right place to carry out his purposes for you. Nobody else, you. Another thing to keep in mind is that there are no barriers to what God might ask you to do. I could be a little bit fiercer and say there are no excuses. Age is not an excuse. Abraham was in his 80s when God said, up you get, mate, out of your cozy life, I've got some work for you to do. So if you're in your 80s, look out. Samuel, who was in the temple, just being a little temple boy, 
was eight years old when God spoke to him and called him to do something. Are you eight or about that sort of age? Well, God has a purpose for you as well. Both men and women were called, so gender is not an issue with God. Disability has no sway. God chose Moses to speak for him to the the Pharaoh in the land, and as far as we can tell, Moses had a speech impediment. So there is a really lovely example. Status has no bearing either. Mary was a simple Jewish girl, and she was chosen to carry and give birth to the Son of God. Fear, are you frightened about what God might ask you to do? You've only got to look at the Bible. We were talking about Gideon last week or the week before. I think he had it fear taped. And Jonah, Jonah just didn't want to do what God asked him to do. And I think perhaps sometimes we can relate to that. In the end, all these people were obedient to God, eventually sometimes. So in the end, that is where we all need to be. In summary then, we are all chosen. We are all special. God has a purpose and a plan for each of us, no matter what stage of life we're at. Do you know that? Do you believe that? Are you struggling with the concept of being special to God? Can you see it for other people, but can you not grab hold of it for yourself? Can you believe that God has any use for you? Maybe the world doesn't. Maybe you feel like that, but God does. In a while, a bit later on in the service, we are going to have time to just sit back and think about those things and pray for them. Right, now we've got a bit of um, get up and do stuff. And underneath here, we've got felt-tip pens and we've got card and we've got badge backs with pins in, so any small people that come, can an adult just be careful of those. And Jill and John and I did a practice run, and we've made badges. And on the badge, it says, I am chosen and special. You can write just, I am chosen. You can write just, I'm special. You can have it straight like we have, or you could do it like a diamond if you wanted to. So if you want to come and sit at the tables, pick a thing, decorate it, and any excited children who want to do more than one, they can give them to some of the adults who haven't got one. But I'm suggesting that everybody can have one because guess what? We're all special. We're all chosen. Now we're going to have a prayer time. And how we're going to do this, I would like, if you, would, if you wouldn't mind, to stay where you are, uh, or if you want to take a seat from, from if you're just still finishing off your badges, um, we're go- there's going to be a CD playing, and I would like us all to pray, please, for each other, that we will know that we are chosen and special, and that we will be able to hear God's voice about what he is calling us to do right now. We've heard that, you know, age is not an issue. Nothing's an issue. There's no excuse. God can use us. God has chosen us and has put us 
in this place at this time with these people right now for a purpose. So let's have a listen for ourselves, but let's pray for each other about them hearing what God's calling on their lives is as well. At the same time, uh, John and Fiona and I are going to come round and pray for you all individually that, um, that God will reveal to you what, what his plan is for you right now um, and that you will see and know how special and chosen you are. At the same time, can I ask you to just remember Phyllis in your prayers? She is really not very well at the moment, and obviously she's not here this morning. So during our prayer time, if we can just remember Phyllis, that she will get better soon and, and be able to, to come back and be with us, that would be great. I'm feeling worn out, but that's a good feeling because when you pray and sort of pray for people... You, it's not just a simple few words, but it's something from the heart that you give, isn't it? So as we pray for each other and our families and our friends and our loved ones, so we know that the Lord is going to help them to know that we are chosen, that we're God's special possession, and we're a royal priesthood. We're going to sing a song now, I Will Offer Up My Life in Spirit and in Truth. If you want to stand and sing that, you'd be welcome to. Or if you want, just sit down and just look at the words, especially if you don't know the, the song, it's fine. Just have a look and just think, what are they singing about? And have a ponder on what the words say. That would be great. We thank you for this morning. Thank you, Lord. We've heard a clear message for all of us that you love us, you died for us, you've done special things in our lives already. So, Lord, we give our lives to you and say, take us and use us, Lord. Help us to be your children that love you clearly and love you dearly. Lord, we thank you for this morning. Thank you for choosing us. Thank you for that we are people that are special. Thank you, Lord. Amen.